Hey, Google, you're an idiot. Well, I'm still learning. What do we need to fix? Everything. Thank you for your help. Welcome back to HR Talk with Vicky Baez and JC. Enjoy the show. And welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to yet another amazing episode of HR Talk featuring the legendary Ricky Baez. It's my pleasure to welcome you all here. I'm JC and going across the bow to sunny central Florida. The man, the myth, the legend, the guy who takes a vacation in the middle of a pandemic, Ricky Baez. No regrets. None. The intern said you took a cruise. Is this correct? You if, took a cruise. If, you went on a the, cruise. Hold on. Hold on. If the intern is so out of touch that that person does not know there's no cruises happening right now, we need a new intern. How did you take a cruise? I did not take a cruise. Then what crazy. did you do? I went to St. Augustine. St. Augustine, Florida, the nation's oldest city. Did you city. drive a very large car there? Could it have been misconstrued for a land <laughs> yacht of some sort? I, I have a four-door Hyundai Sonata. I don't think anybody can misconstrue that as a, as a cruise ship. A, a land yacht. So, like, your limo <laughs> picks you up, and now you're on the ride to St. Augustine, you know? Augustine. So, uh, Augustine. tomato, tomato. It's good. No, it's not tomato so, or tomato. Why, why would someone go to St. Augustine? What's St. What's Augustine all about? For those of us that have absolutely no idea why you would go there. <laughs> St. Augustine is a small city, a small town um, on the eastern seaboard of the state of Florida. It's just about, I want to say, 45 minutes to an hour south of Jacksonville, <laughs> two hours away from Orlando. Um, and it is the nation's oldest city. I think it was established in 1520-something. Hang on a second. The nation's oldest city or Florida's oldest city? The nation's oldest city. It's, it's, it's so the is first city a- in the nation. This is like the entire uh, Fountain of Youth thing? Yeah, yeah, that's that's exactly where it is. Are you kidding me? Mm-mm. Did you find it? Um, no, because apparently you think I'm 46 years old, so it's not working at all. That's Karen's really problem. Isn't. That's not my problem. I never said uh, sure. I never said that. <laughs> I never said those words. Boy, we got to fire this intern. Right? Doesn't know how old I am. Doesn't know that I can't take a cruise right now. All right. <laughs> We yeah, need man. to we need to have a serious talk about the intern thing. Okay. Sure, sure, sure. So there's a lot of stuff that goes up on social media that's absolutely hysterical. It really is. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. There's also a lot of stuff that's like this has nothing to do with human resources. But it makes <laughs> that, its way out there. It. And uh I I think hiring someone who's post millennial, younger than a millennial, what it, what would that be? A a uh Yingenial or whatever you call them. I, I don't know. A TikTok annual. They're, they're amazing at what they do. They, their they sense of humor is a little bit different. It's good. Mm-hmm. It's good. You know, um, I like it. It's I like interesting. It. I, don't, I don't want it too HRE. I like the way it's going right now. It, it's 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 humorous. Yeah, it pushes the envelope a little bit. There's a lot of people that listen to the show and they say to themselves, yeah. self, what's wrong with these guys? This is supposed to be a human resources podcast. This is supposed to be informative, educational, informational. And it is. That's the thing. It really is. We but, never promise that, though. <laughs> yeah, we we don't guarantee it. You will learn something. No, we, don't. we don't know what you will learn, but you will That's learn right. something. 
something. But uh, yeah, at the end of the day, it's uh, it's not your run of the mill business show by any stretch of the imagination. It's not. I am actually pretty proud because when I was on vacation these past three or four days, I was just looking at social media and you know, I'll take some pictures and see what the show is up to. And the intern is posting some hilarious stuff. You're right. It's get so well. You know what? No, 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 no. I take it back. You're not right. It's got it's got some HR ties. It's some whimsical videos and some funny pictures that has some kind of an HR tie to it, but it's not as mainstream as all the other HR talk podcasts. But are we mainstream? Are we like any other HR talk podcast? No, we're not. So it's as different as we are. I like it. What was that? What the heck was that? Oh, I thought somebody was ringing my doorbell. I was about to go downstairs and find out who. <laughs> no, who was it's there. the more you know, I guess, right? It's Uber Eats. You're just doing your after-school special speech. I am. You know? I am, man. So, but yeah, dude, I I'm excited. Uh, the state of Florida is opening up again, and uh, the family and I decided on uh, last week to let's just go to St. Augustine. We we go there twice a year. Um, it's just a two-hour drive. It's just an amazing place. A lot of history. Great food, great small, you know, small bar, small restaurants. When did, when, did they, when, when did they lift your ban? When did you get the authorization <laughs> to leave your home well, and, and so, do these things? You know, it's funny because it, it's just not funny because uh, in, in my day job, I have to monitor that. Every different state has different bans. So at the very least in the state of Florida, restaurants started opening a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> restaurants that are opening up a couple of weeks ago at 25% capacity. Uh, barbershops opened up last week. Uh, nail salons opened up this week. Gyms opened up uh, today. Uh, today, Monday, the 20... Whatever it is, the 18th. That is so annoying, dude. <laughs> it really is. But yeah, uh, uh, Florida slowly opening up and it's... I'm ecstatic. I'm eager to go put some cash back into the economy and actually have some wings and beer that were not produced at my house. So, yeah, it's you, uh, it's a great time. You said cash, right? Cash. Yeah, it's that green thing that we everybody fights over. I thought you said cats for a minute. No, I, I don't like, have what cats. Are you, what have you been doing? What have you been it's doing at music, home this whole bro. time? That music is so loud. <laughs> <laughs> um, you are a wild man, Mr. Baez. So, your state says okay we're going to phase 14 um it is it's time to go the only thing not open right now is disney and uh the first place you go is a mexican restaurant then saint augustine after that am i wrong it, no you're not wrong okay uh, disney has yet to open uh their entertainment complex which is disney springs opens up this week universal's entertainment complex complex which is city walk opened up last thursday wow so yeah, man, it's uh, we're slowly coming back. But you know what I noticed? Though? There was a story, though. There was a story talking about how uh, they don't want any New Yorkers or anyone from the uh, Northeast coming on down and spending time down there just yet. But I don't right? know how they're checking that. And I don't know if you're checking the system, but you know, the music is still going, right? I don't know if you noticed that. Or not. No, there's it's no still going. There's no music. Okay. There's okay. no music. Yeah. OK, got it. Fine. Um, so, yeah. So um, uh, <laughs> COVID here. <laughs> COVID dreams. Very yeah, lucid. COVID dream. All right, go so, ahead. No, dude. So I want to I wanna share an observation that I had uh, while we were in St. Augustine, which, by the way, is the reason we didn't do the show yesterday. 
they, we had all intention of coming back yesterday, but we were just having such a great time. We're like, you know what? Do we have to leave right now? No, let's take our time back. And that's what we did. But what I've noticed is that the all the restaurants open up um, at 25% capacity, which means every other table, uh, it's, it's not being used. Um, and outside seating with six feet of, of a distance between tables. But I've noticed some restaurants do it. Some restaurants don't, which which begs the question. What they, the hang on a second. They're, they're, some restaurants are doing 25% capacity. Some are not. Some or, are not at all. What are you talking about? Like they're not even open, you mean? No, no, they're open. You walk into the restaurant. It's just like it's January. Hey, welcome to Buffalo it's, Wild Wings. <laughs> well, I mean, it, it's 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 a crapshoot. Some restaurants do it. Some restaurants do not. And which uh, I started talking to to uh, to one of the waiters, asking them, um, "Where's the oversight? What does your manager tell you about what needs to happen? If it doesn't happen, um, uh, who's going in there checking the the uh, the uh, the things out?" And they're like, no, "We don't. We just open up for the public, and that's it." How do you, you say want that? your beer now? I'm like, "Yeah, okay." <laughs> no, we don't. What are you he talking? Did not want to have a conversation. You and your accents are you killing me right here? <laughs> It was a young surfer so, kid. So honest to goodness, so no one's checking. They're just, it's open, it's game time, it's pain time, right? Correct, yeah. So it's sad because there's some restaurants and, and, and shops that have been open for ages in St. Augustine that have a sign that says, due to COVID-19, we are shutting our doors for good. And that's sad. For good? Um, yeah, they're done. They're done. This thing just really, I guess they were um, right on the edge of the red and black um, right before this happened. And then this thing came in and completely took them out, which is sad. I mean, my heart goes out to them. I tried as much as I can to throw my money towards more businesses. That's why I love um, St. Augustine. And I don't go to any franchise restaurants while I'm there. But it's just sad to see those long-standing businesses that just have to shut down and do something else. It it, it really is. But um, it is what it is. But um, what I found interesting is at least on the Northeast portion of the of of the state of florida there wasn't as many people out as i thought there would be because the streets were empty the highways were empty and people there are some people who are still slowly coming to when it comes to the state opening back up which i don't know where you are on the fence of that where anybody is and you know everybody just do whatever's best for you but uh i'm just excited to get the state open i'm excited to get back to normal and uh two weeks ago I was I, w- I, w- I was thinking to myself, I just, you know what? I'm done with this COVID-19 stuff. Let's just skip summer and go straight to fall. Now I got a, a, a brand new outlook on that, and I can't wait for summer to come. All right. So so what about the uh, the entire experience, though? I mean, like people, uh, okay, you said the restaurants, there's a differential between some being at 25%, some being at full mm-hmm. maximum capacity. What about, how, how strange is it going to a restaurant, wearing a mask, and trying to eat through the mask? Like, how so, complicated is that, right? So I'm going to be honest. Um, in the state of Florida, there is no requirement to wear a mask. I thought, as that, far as the I thought it was concerned. a law. I thought it was a, like, wear the mask or you're going to jail. Not in Florida. Well, I, I, I take it back. I know at least one county in Florida that for 30 days, Osceola County, they required citizens to wear a mask. Um, but the whole state did not go that route. And it's weird because I'm not going to lie, man. I hate those things. I really do hate those things. And I wear glasses sometimes and I wear sunglasses when, when I'm out and about. I'm breathing in that thing. And yeah, you know, you inhale. But when you exhale that that moist, hot breath, 
in back into your face and now your glasses are fogged up. <laughs> you can't see anything, so I don't like it. Yeah. So I'm not going to lie. I just put it on to walk in, you know, that way people don't get freaked out. And as soon as I sit down, I just take the thing off. I, I Look, you and I were in the service together. We've been pumped so much with um, anthrax vaccine. I think you and I are good. We don't have anything to worry about when it comes. Here's, to a, here's a question for you. You are someone uh, that, that travels a lot. A lot of the cruise ships, a lot of the uh, Caribbean. I, didn't you say recently you went to like uh, Colombia and did something with balloons or something? I, I don't know. Anyways, you travel a lot. <laughs> what? And uh, amongst your travels, do you go mm-hmm. get the travel vaccinations? Do you normally go get like the malaria shots and all these other shots? That you might no, get if you you go travel. Really. No, should I? Not I don't really. know. I'm asking. No, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I don't go anywhere too dangerous. I mean, my extent of my travel yearly consistently has been the Caribbean. Okay, okay. But, yeah. So when we reach a point in time when they say, "I'm no Domino Nabisco shredded wheat," we now have a vaccine, right? <laughs> and then line up, line up for your chips, and line up for your shots, right? Uh-huh. They're all going to track you. <laughs> no, I'm yeah. I don't know, but maybe I, I don't know. Really, I don't know. But when we when we line up to get these vaccines later on, are, are you going to say to yourself like self, I need to go get this vaccination shot because I'm going to St. Augustine. So you're I'll not getting a malaria shot. Like I'm you're not, not right. Right. You're going to the Caribbean. So I'm also not I, I'm, I'm also not voicing my conversation with myself starting with self why here's not? what you need to do no you I really do should <laughs> no i know it's look okay. at yourself in the mirror next time and try it out self you're good enough God, you're, you're sexy. smart enough and doggone it people like you <laughs> no yeah no i'm not gonna get no vaccine I'm, it, look i'm not an anti-vaxxer by any means okay uh, it's i do believe in science i do believe in the medical profession i do believe in its advances to the human world, right? Um, but I look, I took the flu shot one time, and I know you've heard this before, everybody has heard it. That's the one time I got the flu. Never again. I'm not going to do it again. I'm not going to uh, take anything again. I think whatever shots I've been getting ever since I was born up until this point has been proving it has worked for me. So I'm good. I'm not, I'm not going to do any malaria. Okay. Shot. What if uh, you're not allowed to enter a workplace unless you could prove you've had the vaccination? When did I move to Cuba? I I'm, didn't know that. No, I'm asking. What if what if <laughs> okay. things go that way? We don't know what's going to happen next, right? These are, un, air quote, unprecedented times. Now, mind you, I'm slightly being a devil's advocate here, okay? Like, slightly. I, <laughs> slightly, right? I'm, I'm not going to flex my personal opinion too much on this one just yet. No way. But in discussion with you here today on this program, on your show, the question is, if it requires proof, a vaccination to return to work. Would you then do it? Well, here's the thing, JC. Normally I won't. Normally I won't. But, you know, that's if it's a choice. If the government or the organization or everybody is saying before you can go in and provide a living for yourself and for your family, I'm going to have to make that choice and say, you know what? Yeah, I'll do it because I I honestly have no choice. But you know what? Let me answer that with this, JC. Um, you and I sat down. Uh, to kind of test the gear, put everything going before this show got started for about half hour, 45 minutes before the show started. And I just got back from my trip last night and I left Friday morning. Yeah. Um, so 
before I left, I had a meeting right in, right in my studio while I had some water and some apple juice because I mix it up. I love it. I don't like pure apple juice. I like to mix it up. Okay. And I left a cup in my studio. Wait a second. Are you sure it was apple juice? And I, I am a hundred. I'm a hundred percent. Same sure consistency. It was same, same same color. Consistency. Everything. Yes. Okay. And um, I just sat down uh, about a half hour ago to kind of go through the test with you. And I'm just, you know, just nonchalantly grabbed the cup of water that I thought I brought upstairs. I drank it. It tasted really weird. And it hit me. This is the apple slash water from Friday morning that's still here. I just drank it. (laughs) If I'm alive for the next hour, I don't need a vaccine. I'm okay. (laughs) I'm good. I'm good. (laughs) I've had the anthrax shot. So anything's possible. Okay. We're okay. Let's let's continue down the rabbit hole of the employer for a second here, because this is something a lot of people are talking about right now. It's all over okay. the social medias. It's all over the Twitters, the Facebooks, Ooh, the Tiki Takis. It's everywhere. All right. And what they're talking about is, is like if you go back to the works, right, and you got to walk in these doors at the works and you go into your desks and you, you're opening the doors and you're going there. The way that you would normally go is is going to change, they say, like. Employers are going to have to figure out a way to keep everyone six feet apart from each other by decree and blah, 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 all this other mm-hmm. stuff. Is it, is that really going to be a thing? It is, actually. Um, that's something I'm okay. working on Okay, so, for my day job. Yeah. So how about this, then? Since the entire workforce is currently remote, we're going to require them to come back to the office, but we're going to need to lease extra space so that we could have half the people, or 25% of the people, rather, that we would normally have in the facility at one time. Okay, right? before before we I go mean, there, I mean, but hold on, hold, hold on, on hold on. Be, before we go there, let's take a step back, all right? So let's say, let's say that when all this is over, actually, you know what? Let's take it before this COVID-19 yeah. thing happened. People are going to be going back to work like, they're going to be going back to work like any moment now. No, now. It's happening now, well, It depends on so, what your so, industry is. There's some people not oh, going correct. back, and it depends on your state. Like, we're not even open yet, but we might open up tomorrow. Yes, no, we are opening tomorrow. Hang on a second. Four days ago, transmissions <laughs> of the disease were so high that we couldn't open up, and that it was still, like, death to all but metal. No, wait, 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 wait. No, except Home Depot. You can go to Home Depot. Death to all it but metal. Home Depot. Depot, 75 people at a time. Stand in line. Do whatever you got to do. It's okay. COVID doesn't live there if you're in a group of less than 75 or whatever the case is. So, because it counts. That's right. So four days ago, too much infection. We cannot open this New York. It's too much. <laughs> uh, and your county specifically, JC, it's it's not opening. It's not good. It's not very mm-hmm. good. Too much transmission. Very bad. Very bad things. Three days go by. And then they say, well, we could open up, really. Oh, we didn't mean that the other day. We kind of did. But it's been high. But what we mean to say is, is we need to hire more people to go around to trace the 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 disease. We need people to trace it. So I'm hearing this, right? And I'm thinking to myself, Ricky, I'm like, okay, I can't freehand draw that well, but I am good at tracing. Maybe I should do this in my free time, right? So I look okay. into it, and then I realize that's not the kind of tracing they want. They want someone to basically do like census work <laughs> on COVID, right? How, how long have you and COVID been together? Who do you remember having the COVID before you had the COVID? Did you ever talk to someone that said the word COVID? Was this an AIDS test? Dun, dun, dun. You know, it's <laughs> going to be like a whole thing. So they trace this thing through social mapping and talking about it, through conversations, through emotional intelligence. They will mm-hmm. determine the root of where this thing lives and who talked to, 
who to make it happen. So what they had to do was they had to hire 500 people in the county to make that happen. And they got to a certain point. Then they said, okay, four days ago, the disease was transmitting at such a high rate. We cannot open. It is a pandemic. This is terrible. And then three days go by. And then now we don't need the 500. We have 200. We need 300 more. And then we'll let you open. So then another 24 hours goes by. And then all of a sudden, yes, you're good. You're going to open up tomorrow. So four days ago, it's a pandemic. But tomorrow, we're going to open back up. I'm so excited, but I don't know who's going to be tracing. Th- I, I don't understand what's happening. Really, I don't. Half the time when they're talking about this shit in my state, I don't even know where I am. I'm not even going to lie to you. You know, I mean, state law is so different than federal law. So people yes, people say that like federal laws are confusing. Eh, they're kind of straightforward <laughs> compared to some of these state laws. State, yeah, and then you right. bind it up with county laws and local laws. That oh my god, who's going to so, trace it? Who's tracing the vaccine? Who's tracing who? Who so let me draw? ask you this. Do we have any artists? Anyone in artist? No, but listen to me. It's, I don't think it's to... I, I honestly believe in that. Now, now, this is a Floridian talking to a New Yorker. I get it. But I think considering that this hasn't happened in such a long time, and this is the first time a pandemic happened in this day and age. Right? I'm not talking about the Spanish flu in the early 1900s. I mean, that's different. I mean, I mean, it's not different. It's still a flu. I love how everyone's become like deep flu researchers this whole time, no. too. I mean, because because that's out in the news now. Yeah, I mean, everyone's hello, talking about it, and I haven't dude. even listened to it. I know it's part of the history, but it's like, okay, I know it happened. Go on. Okay, but I, what I'm saying is I think the government is doing the best they possibly can with the information they have on but, a day-to-day basis. There's too many Monday morning quarterbacks out there. No, you are correct, but at the same time, they're doing it through their own lens. And the lens of... And perspective JC, of your state is so different than the lens and perspective of the state that I'm in. They don't have time to ask everybody's opinion. They don't. The only opinion they oh, need to ask is a, a scientist. I, I never said that they have to ask people's opinion to get consensus. I never said okay. that. I didn't say okay, that. Okay. So, so, I don't know so why you're you arguing say? with me on that one. I'm not arguing what with What I was you. saying was is that the perception and the lens of what it takes and qualifies to do things in Florida is different than New York. Because of the people that run the state. Because of the way that things are set up. True. But what I'm saying is... And of course, they're all doing the best that they can. But at the same time, it's so wild. Like, you actually get to go live life right now. (laughs) I mean, yeah, again... You're right. Yeah, it's. I just happened to live in a state where they said, you know what? Let's let's start. Let's be progressive with it. No, (laughs) I'll take progressive out of the conversation. Progressive goes to Georgia. They don't even know this thing existed. <laughs> so that's fine. I'm talking about in Florida. Where <laughs> what do you mean? What do you mean? Enough. What do you mean with Georgia? Wasn't what do you the mean? mayor looking to open up the state before they shut down? Uh, the mayor, the uh, the, uh, <laughs> the the mayor of Georgia, <laughs> the governor of Georgia looking to open up the whole state, like in the middle of it, not knowing how long this thing took to be incubated and all these things. He was like, yeah, we can open. What the hell? They did. They were busy. They had things to do. And then you got people And they're doing the best that they can with their laws and their rules and their lens and blah, blah, blah. That's right. That's right. I don't give them a hard time because it's it's damn if you do, damn if you don't. Because if you take your time. No, you're just damned if you're in New York. You're just damned. (laughs) Like, you can talk about do or don't. You come up here. You're just damned. It doesn't matter where you are. Move to Colorado. Move to Colorado where people were protesting in the street and it worked. 
and the, and the Supreme Court says, yes, it was unconstitutional. Go ahead and do what whatever do you, mean you want. Worked? What are you talking about? Um, people, I believe it was Colorado. I was reading the story over the weekend um, where they had some people. Hang on a second. An, Did they protest the virus and the virus went away? Is no, that what it was? they did not protest the okay. virus. It has to do with the virus. They <laughs> protested the same home order saying it was unconstitutional. Um, and there was a lot of people, hundreds of people, if not thousands of people out on the street marching, protesting because they don't want to be locked in. Apparently, there was a hearing. Some paperwork was filed and the judge said, you know what? You're right. Go do what you want. And it, and it worked. And they were celebrating like if nothing ever happened. The bars were full. There was no 25 percent, nothing. So I'm just waiting to see. So here, here's why Colorado, we all need to watch it. We better watch Colorado because if they just started going into those bars as if nothing ever happened and nobody gets sick, we have to question the validity, the validity of this pandemic. We do have to question it or they'll get sick. And we're like, hey, you idiots. <laughs> we told you. Time <laughs> so will let's tell. wait. Time will tell. Yeah, time will tell. So because, look, have in- you met somebody that has the virus? No, they're all dead. No, so in people the uh, recovered, JC. People oh, have recovered. Oh, I yes. thought anyone that got it died. No, no. It, it's people more, a lot more no, people wait. have recovered than died. You get it. You have to stay home two to three months. You can't talk to anyone or see your parents, and then you die. That's the last I heard. Really? You no, need to get the hell I'm out of totally New York, bro. I'm totally kidding with you. <laughs> that is not for here. real. But what is for real, though, is returning to work. Yes. Oh, dude. Okay. All right. Let's talk about so that. So in the state of Texas, they opened up the doors and they said, let's go back to work. They said, we're going to open everything up as of right now. And hairdressers, you can go back to work today. And they Boy. said, well, wait a second. You said we were going to be able to go back to work like in a week. We're kind of not ready. And then they were inundated, flooded, and just had a ton of people lined up and they were busy. But good for them. They're doing it. Yeah. But. From what I hear, getting your hair cut with a mask is a little complicated, but so be it. Come see, come see. So over on your end. with a mask. Okay, talk to us. You actually gotta, lived this. You experienced this, right? Yeah. It, it's, I went to go see my barber, who happens to be a client of mine, and uh, he had a mask on. I put a mask on. Actually, I put the picture up on us uh, on the social media. So I'll give it to the intern to put it up on the cover HR art Talk of podcast. this episode. Yeah, cover. Yeah. The cover You know art. what? That's what I'll do. Absolutely. That's, I will have to ask my barber to no, see you know. if it's okay for me to guess. Pix- yeah, pixelate he- his face. Put him back. He's wearing a mask. Face? What does that right? mean? He's wearing a mask. He's- you can't tell it's him. That is true. That is true. Oh, dude. Okay. I'm sorry. I have to say this. I have to say this. Um, so every now and then I listen to Ben Shapiro. Love his show, man. Love that cat. Sounds I don't terrible. even know who that is. No idea. He's terrible? I don't know what you're talking about. Go on. Ben Shapiro. You don't know who Ben Shapiro is? Go no okay, fine anyway anyway is he's he a, a conservative talk show shows no 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 he's a he's a former attorney conservative cons- conservative talk show host podcaster um he's he's he, oh he's wait a minute I think I've seen a couple of his things on the ticky talky like he tears into people a little bit or talks about things or something right he does but he's he does a, such he was a good talking job. about the gender in the Boy Scouts I think that's yeah, the clip that's I him, saw that's him that's him yeah, okay yeah yeah. yeah 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 so so apparently there was uh there was a clip. <laughs> There was a clip of uh, some, and God, I forgot her name. Uh, it was a reporter who was asking the president some questions about about the virus and everything, and she had a mask on, right? And then uh, uh, apparently she was from China or, or 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 Japan. I have no idea, right? And they were talking about this whole COVID nine thing, and then the president said, "Why don't you ask China?" 
and she took off her mask like why why did you ask me that why why me specifically so ben shapiro is talking about that it was a gotcha moment from the reporter because the reporter um she, according to him had to take off her mask so the president can see where she was from so that's when i had to take a step back i'm like hold up you needed to take off a mask to show somebody that you're from china so i had to pause for a second <laughs> and really think about that go on can you really tell if somebody is from china or from japan if they have a face mask on of covering the mouth and their and their nose it's a very loaded question you're asking mr Baez. hold on i'm just repeating what the media said i don't think Bishop that was talking can can you determine where anyone's from? Ever? Yeah, you can. In well, any I mean, way. you can you can be wrong, but you're not going to be a hundred percent right. But the percentage of being right versus wrong is completely unbalanced because you can fi- you can guess somebody is from Asia, um, their ancestry, but you never know if they're born in San Francisco, Puerto Rico, New York, whatever the case may be. But I just wanted to go down that rabbit hole because you said the mask, taking off the mask, and I remember hearing that conversation about taking off the mask so you could see where I'm from, <laughs> and I just started laughing. Because I'm like, this guy is really having an eight minute rant about that piece. And I, I, I felt his anger. I felt his angst. But I'm sorry. I got to take a step back and be like, dude, you could tell where she was from with the mask on. Don't, don't, don't use that as a gotcha moment. But anyway, back to this, back to this, and then coming back to work and all the different cities, all the different states doing things differently. Look, dude, what do you got to plan for? What are you, what are you planning for? You really do was, have to have like to get, six feet between people at the at the uh, well, call well, center. Well, so 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 here's what we're doing, right? So yeah. in the call center where I work, um, we don't have any government mandate that says you have to have X, Y, and Z. You don't. So it's up to us to to make up our minds on what type of procedures we would have. So we started working on that because we're actually about two weeks. So actually, no, I take it back. We started calling people today to start coming back to work. So when we start calling them today, we can't just open up those floodgates, right? We have to make sure that we get the proper amount of work for the pro- for the right amount of people because then, you know, you don't want to oversell things or yeah. have too much resources in one place than another. Right. So we're being strategic with it. But we got to get ready. So do we require people to wear masks? And the answer is no. We're not going to require people to wear masks. We're going to leave that up to them, but we're going to have procedures on where you sit, meaning you have to practice social social distancing. If you have a call center like the one I have, we have, um, it's if you think of a Walmart super center, gut it out, that's our call center. Really? There's nothing, yeah. There, just wide nothing, open. Wide open. Just wide open, a sea of cubicles. Got People it. sitting next to each other, maybe three feet away from each other. That's kind of nice, though. I mean, you know who you're next You've to. You've been there. You've been there, yeah. So I can neither so confirm we- nor deny that. You know, by people say neither confirm nor deny, you're just confirming it. Pretty much. (laughs) Got it. Okay. It's a very Um, nice place. I love when people say that. Yeah. Yeah. Very. I don't know about that. But yeah, you're right. Um, So what what we're doing is we're putting hand sanitizers at the entrance of every every entrance uh, to to the building and the break room. And we're having people sit um, in isolated areas. So nobody can sit on the left, right, front, or behind them. Oh, geez, Louise. Yeah, so that's that going to be a real estate problem. Yes, yeah, it does, big time. Yes, it does. You're going to need so, three more buildings. Well, that brings that begs the next question. If we're going to do that, the question comes as, A, for how long? 
And B, if it's if there isn't a timestamp on it and it's indefinite, we're going to have to answer for that real estate issue. But at the so same time, comes, people can effectively work from home right now. There we go. So why even there bother with the real estate and the lease and the brick and mortar and the everything like that? JC, we've been yelling about this for the past four shows. Yeah. And people are starting to realize it. And the Wall Street Journal did an amazing okay. piece on it, piece of it o- o- over the weekend. I, I, and I definitely want you to grab that. I am not the, uh, unfortunately, ladies and gentlemen, I am not your news reader today. I was in a separate got it. technical capacity for the day, but we do have a, a, a third, a guest actually that we're going to bring on the show today, coming up in a little bit. Um, who's going to do some reading of the news and other things oh. for us as well. Uh, great reader. Great, great person. Um, when you're talking about like plotting out those seats and no mm-hmm. one nearby, et cetera, you still have to have an aisleway. You do. So you like do. the people that used to sit near the aisle, they're going to have mm-hmm. people kind of like near them as well with an arm's well, reach. No, not really. Not really. Because again, if somebody, if you're sitting at seat, I don't know, five, so nobody's going to sit on seat six and four. But who walks behind you? you. Well, down the, the thing. Down so, the hallway. So here's the thing, right? So um, we wow. will re- if you want to wear a face mask, you can if you want to. Um, but you still got to walk, JC. All right, hang on. So I don't know. Hold I got it for you. If you go behind somebody, I have no idea. I got it for you. Uh-huh. You ready? Yeah. So here's. We're, we're going to say that it's the uh, Ricky Baez call center. That's all okay. we're going to call it. So we thought about that. Hold on. Thank you. Dude, please put your shirt back down. Come on. Thank you. I, I mean, like, really, you know, how do you? <laughs> so, so here's the thing. The one rule we're going to have. No, hold on. Hold on. Because it's going to sound like they're at the, they're, they're going to sound like they're at the Burger King drive through. And yet we still get a Whopper. So it works. <laughs> so we're good. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Um, no. So um, we're going to, if you're going to, if, if the PPE or personal protective equipment interferes with you performing the duties that you need to get paid, then you should not be using them. So if you sit down, then definitely take off the mask. But if somebody comes by, it is recommended. Now, man, it is recommended that you put your mask on. If a manager got to come talk to you, have the mask on. If the manager has to meet with you, don't go into a coaching room. Go ahead and put together some kind of a Zoom meeting or Skype meeting and do it that way. But you've got to have some processes and procedures in or place just, to welcome the associates or back. Or just work from home. So this, so this is the piece that I'm so motivated about. The piece that I'm so motivated about is that we the, the, the theory from all the naysayers uh, from, from the work from home naysayers will always said that people are not going to do what they're supposed to be doing. And we're not, you know, they're just going to steal our money. They're not going to be working. <laughs> that's, 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 that, that theory is out the window. Right. Again, mother nature has forced our hand into application and guess what? It works guys. Yeah. It works into the year so, 2000, 2000, welcome to 2020, yes. <laughs> 20 years later from when we should have been there. Come on, man. So, so now that has sparked a big, big debate on social media. All right. So do, do you have that clip? Do you have that news I article? I don't have the clip. I've got the news article. Wait a minute. You Journal. do have a clip. You've got someone that can read it for you, don't you? I do. All right. Know, Are you ready I? to debut her? Come on. Bring it out. Sure. 
What am I doing? I have no idea. What are we doing? You have anyway? another microphone in your studio set up for someone else to talk. Oh, no, I can't do that yet. I can't do that. That That's not ready. What are, are you, you doing? kidding dude? me? That's not ready. No, it's not ready. Okay. It's not ready. I got to connect this. Ah, oh, dude, you kill. Cut this out. Cut this out. Man. Nah, go ahead. Read the story. That's oh, fine. Dude. Okay. Jeez, Louise. Okay. Look, so this is, th- this article is called The End of the Office by Dana Mattioli and Conrad Putzier. Uh, and is in the Wall Street Journal came out this past Saturday on the 16th. And pretty much what it says is, do we really have to go back into rebuilding? And what started this conversation is what Jack Dorsey uh, sent to all of his employees. Jack Dorsey is the CEO of, of Twitter. And he put out a note or an email to all the associates, uh, a regular weekly email uh, regarding COVID-19 and said, hey, guys, we are starting to make our way back to some kind of normal if you like working from home and you want it to continue working from home, you can do so indefinitely. That is big. That is huge. It's giving the option to the associates yeah. to say, hey, if I want to come in, I can. If I want to stay home, I can. A lot of other CEOs need to take note. Why? Because why? Because why should that they? shows that shows that he trusts his leadership to hire the right people, put them in the right places, and trust them to do their job and always have integrity as top of mind, regardless of where they are. Okay, so to the leader that's going to require their people to show up at the office, are you inherently saying that they don't possess those qualities? What I'm saying is that if everybody else start doing the same thing Jack Dorsey did, you, your hand is going to be forced just how it was forced with COVID-19 because all of your top players are going to go to where they have the choice of working from home and all of your C players who do just enough not to get fired are going to stick gonna around with you. Yeah. That's exactly what's going to happen. It's a very good point. So as a leader of an organization, you have to be ready to respond to that because you're about to lose some people. So Can you imagine working for an organization where you could live anywhere, anywhere, anywhere you want? Well, you know what? You That's don't what have to stay calls. within your city limits. You don't like your tax base. You can't afford to live in San Francisco. You don't want to be in the in the Rocky Mountains. You know, well, here's the thing, right? Let's say let's say you live in San Francisco and you have a high, high salary. Yes. But that high salary in San Francisco you can barely make ends meet because, damn it, it's, you got people making six figures, low six figures in San Francisco who are homeless because they can't afford to live there. So could you imagine if you take that high salary and you go somewhere else in the country? Topeka, perform, Kansas. Boom. Boom. I, I, look, I don't know what the uh, what the cost of living is in Topeka, Kansas, but it's I tell you what. It's different than San Francisco. I'll I'm tell sure you. I, everywhere else is different than San Francisco. Yeah. So, so here's the thing. You can take that salary and go so. Hell, you can go to no, you can't go to Costa Rica because then taxes get in the way and you get this whole tax thing. No, so no, so so you can work anywhere in the United States, and still, so that's what's going to happen. People are going to leave those high-priced areas and go somewhere else. So if an organization keeps, they, if they decide to keep the people in the office, it's because there's going to be some political pressure to keep them there to get to keep the taxpayers in that state. That's what's going to end up happening. But here's the other thing, right? But then how many of those employers start to lose quality employees and or people that even want to show up on a regular basis to do the stuff? If you have an insurance firm down the road and you are currently working for an insurance company locally and you know that the guy down the road is going to let you work from anywhere in the country, there's your golden ticket. 
Willy Wonka, stamp it. Let's <laughs> let's roll, baby. Let's but, roll. But but there's a downside to that, right? And they they call it out in the article. The downside is that if you can perform your job effectively or excuse me, seamlessly, whether you're in the office or telecommuting, yeah, then I'll just outsource you. I'll just go ahead and go to India again, like 20 years ago, where I can get somebody to do your job maybe better Dude, at one fifth of your salary. Then maybe it's time to put together a crew of people that outsource to over there and then round <laughs> robin. <laughs> there was a story. Exactly there was here. a story going back uh, not too long ago. There was a guy who uh, took a position and then outsourced it, but stayed in the job. Yeah, it was like a whole thing. What? Yeah. <laughs> Like he got hired, he got onboarded. He said that he was going to take the job. He outsourced the work as he remained an employee, outsourced the work to a private entity who then was doing the task for a fraction of the price while he sat home. And Aww. then he just, he like oversaw the Love duties. It. You know what I mean? I mean he, he, he could you imagine, you could you imagine having one of those, right? <laughs> well, just picked I mean, up seven it, jobs today. Ricky, call the crew. <laughs> you know? <laughs> You know what though, JC? I see that happening though. I see, I see the world going. I see the world going office less because look, right now our top five Silicon Valley organizations are making billions of dollars a year, and they produce squat. They don't produce not one widget. They don't own any inventory. Uber doesn't own inventory. Netflix only owns intellectual property. Facebook doesn't own any inventory. They own services. They own experiences. Oh, they also own and a they make huge billions campus. of dollars. They have a like a major campus. They do. Yeah, they do. Yep. But but they don't but have anything on the shelf that loses money. What? They could turn them into apartments. It'd be amazing. They could. They could. But but we're we're at a weird place right now. That I'm telling you, JC. It, it, it's folks listening. This is the show. That's that's that people are going to come back to and say, yep, Ricky and JC talked about it. This is this is where everything pivots, because right now, CEOs and organizations have a lot of decisions to make. Really important decisions to make is do they renew the lease? Do they sell whatever real estate investments they have in their in their in their REITs uh, portfolio? What are they going to do? And if you decide as an organization, to have no offices, everything is virtual, you have to rethink your compensation structure. Because believe it or not, JC, your compensation is not just the cash in your pocket. It's the French benefits. It's all those other things that you get. Free dry cleaning, oil changes at the job, child care at the job, gym at the job, all these things at the job that Air now are not going to be there anymore. Air conditioning. At the job. <laughs> Yes, yes. You're, you're shampoo, laughing. I'm you're serious. You're responsible for the shampoo. Yeah, you're responsible you do your own for the, shampoo. The hair condition. There you go. Absolutely. So, no, but now you have to rethink of your compensation structure. You, you got either. You think I'm joking ahead. though? You think I'm joking? But dead serious. Like up this way. If you head if you head out to New England, right? There's a lot of people that don't have whole house AC still. Okay. A lot of people toss it in the window. So what a lot of people do is like during the summertime they have no problem going into the office. They go into the office, enjoy the AC, come home. It's already cool. They leave the windows open. Boom, 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 done. Leave the windows open all night. Close the windows at 5 a.m. Off to work you go. Lock everything up. Come home. Yeah, it's a little stuffy. Open up the windows at 6, 7 o'clock at night. Start to cool down, yada, 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 over and over. So you're not paying for air conditioning all year long. It sounds crazy when you're talking to a guy from Florida, but up here, it kind of makes sense. It does sound crazy. So it's like if you had someone down there 
that didn't have heat in their house. They did not have heat at all. And during the winter months, they go into the office to get their heat. Then they come home. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. And they work overnight, first of all, so it stays warm first of all, or something. First, you know, just invert all, the entire thing. I want to know what kind of office you walk into on a daily basis where the climate-controlled area in the building, um, it's at the appropriate level based on the environment <laughs> surrounding them. Because when I go into my office, it is insanely cold in the winter and insanely hot in the summer. Why is it that way with every office? I don't know. Let, let's, let's be honest about this, right? <laughs> It doesn't make any sense. The terrible, really terrible HVAC uh, operators out there. That's yeah, what it is. It is. It is. It, it it is. So, but the first time you told me that your kid's school didn't have AC, I freaked out. Yeah, no, I'm like, what do you mean you guys don't have any AC? Because I was asking you, why is it that your summer, um, your summer break is so long? And I think you told me it's because, well, because Ricky, there's no AC in school. And I'm like, that is a stupid reason. I'm like, that, that actually makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it actually does make it's sense. crazy, right? Crazy. Um, no, but look, so going going that route, what you was just talking about, JC, as far as uh, how you would make more money if you worked from home, I don't yeah. know about that, though. Because let's say you well, live close I, to the I wasn't, office. I, I wasn't saying that you would make more money. You were talking about the fringe benefits, something mentioned in the article. That wasn't no, no, me. Correct. No, okay. Wow. Whoa. Dude, you're, you're killing me, man. Today. What the hell? Dude? Wow. You're like. Yeah. Okay. No, no, no. Twice now, I'm though. About it's talk like talk about going forward. Jim never said it. Never, ever, ever said it. Listen, I just read this thing on the back of the remote control that says for product support, go to this website. Ricky, remember when you said I need to go to that website? No, wait. <laughs> You're killing me. You're killing me. Welcome back, by the way. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate it. COVID yeah, dreams. So the fringe benefits, you don't have the office anymore. Do you pay them more? Well, well, that's 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 what you have to solve for. What are you going to do to make up for those fringe benefits? So, if you have a gym at the office and you sold the office, why don't you try to replicate that outside of the office? Pay for the gym their gym membership. What if they have childcare at the office? Pay for the childcare outside of the office. You don't have to have those anchors to stay at the office because that's going to be the new normal. Organizations so, who are going to offer that that option, that choice. So, if someone has a spouse that stays home to take care of the kids, mm-hmm. you're advocating for paying that spouse. I'm not advocating that. I'm advocate. See, don't say I said that. I never said that. <laughs> I'm not. I'm just saying <laughs> that. Can play you this game. Paid. Yeah, we can. <laughs> you can pay. You can get if you pay eight hundred dollars a month for childcare. Yeah. Then, then have them pay you that and you use those funds however you want. Give it to your spouse, whatever. Do whatever you want. You right. Pay for childcare. But that's part of your compensation package that organization needs to take a look at if they're going to decide not to have a brick and mortar environment anymore. Or get rid of that. Get rid of Depending what? Depending on what your business is. You know, get rid, get rid of some of the fringe benefits if they don't make sense. Get, you know, trim the fat, trim the corners if you feel that that's fatter corners. If you feel it's something that fits your organization and your mission, vision, values, and you can afford to do it and continue to do it, then do it. Find the ways to do it. Everything you said is 100% right, but the key is if it makes sense. It has to make sense. To your organization. Correct. To your organization. Uh, Typically, you would hire a a consulting firm, and you would have a ton of people come in, uh, pay them a few million dollars, it would probably take about two to three years. There'd be a no a, mask. Yeah, no mask. There would be a, a a graph and a bar chart and a lot of colors. Mm-hmm. Be some good stuff. 
it would be good things. That's how you figure things out. Yeah, no. So what you can do all. is, no. So <laughs> if you don't already have a finger in the pulse of what motivates your associates, you better start doing that. Or you better, so maybe you need to find yourself as a leader. Maybe you need to redefine who you are. Maybe you need self. to take a moment and look in the mirror and say, exactly, exactly. Self, well, we have this time. It's been a great time. It's been a very big time. Easy. Fantastic times. Bigly. Um, at the same time, we're moving on <laughs> in times. Thank you. Yeah. It's about so, time. It's right. about time. It is about time. Yeah. Right. Thank you. Thanks. Um, no, so um, you know, I think. Though, you know, though. You know, though. Just to wrap up that point. You know, like I, I do. There's a lot of leaders out there that haven't truly found themselves yet. And they are still in that path of like just making the day-to-day happen and checking the boxes. And then when they find themselves and they find that fire in the belly and they get ignited and they head down a different path and then they start to do things in a different way with intent and with, with conviction and with a desire and drive to make the future better based off of that vision that they've come up with, it's a totally different person six months later than where they started. How do you know if they just haven't come into their own or they just gave up? Uh, t- typically, uh, you got to lift the left arm just gently. And there's the okay. spot right under here. <laughs> uh-huh. And you tickle them? You tickle <laughs> Is that what you say? Yeah, it's a tickle test. It's a, it's a funny thing. What the hell are you talking about? <laughs> you tickle them. You're just creating all kinds of employer relations. How do issues you know that? By the way, would not exist if people were tele, uh, uh, they, they, they were from home. Boom, done. <laughs> so your your, your question again. Situation. Your question again. You asked me, how would you know if someone is cresting or sunsetting? Is what you're asking. There you go. There you go. Yeah. How would you know? It's a tough one, and, and that that will come through hefty discussion. It it comes from actually getting to know the human. Boom. It Tickle. really does, man. It does. It does. I mean, some it's of these lo- jobs, some of these interviews, you've been through them. I've been through them. There's others out here listening today that have been through them. It's yeah. not, hey, can you do this job? A lot of people could do the job. It's who are you? Who are you? <laughs> I remember who you used to be. Why aren't you that person anymore? Oh, because I've evolved. Right. You're totally different now than what you used to be. I love what you're doing. Tell me more about how you got there. No problem. I have a three-part series on this. Going back a few (laughs) Don't you hate that, though? Because I've run into some people. And they're like, when... uh, So I've run into some people that I haven't seen in like 15 years. I'm like, God, you've changed a lot. And they say it in a negative way. And I start asking, what do you mean by that? And they have a hard time articulating what they mean. They just mean that I changed a lot. And... My answer to that is, is well, that's isn't that the plan? Shouldn't you? Are you supposed to grow from the person you used to be? I mean, grow obviously is subjective. It depends what you're growing from and where you're growing to. But you're right. If you are at work and you are the owner of that business, it is up to you. And actually, it would behoove of you to make sure that you get to know the leaders who are out there. And you need to know those leaders who just gave up and those leaders who are just figuring out their way. And you have to pave that way for them so they can find what leadership qualities best works for them. And both of those things together at the job. And and now you are in unprecedented times. Yeah, you know, ladies and gentlemen, if you could please reach down deep and grab your air quotes. Unprecedented <laughs> times. You know? I mean, like, come on. 
it's yeah, it's all it's, new. It's, it's all are. unprecedented. Yeah, you know what though? What's what? One big part of that that is unprecedented is maybe leading from a, a different path, leading from that other shoot, leading from a different perspective where you actually do take that opportunity, like what he's talking about today, to get to know the people and 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 head down a different path. So. As a business owner and a business leader, you have to be brave enough and have the backbone to give your young leaders that opportunity to operate in the space you've never operated in before. You don't know what's coming down the pike because you've never experienced this before. You and your team are experiencing this for the first time. Make use of this time to learn everybody's leadership qualities, who belongs where in the organization. This is the time when you take a step back, you lead. But take a step back and take a look at who you have on your team. You really should. And while you're talking about the young leaders, that reminds me of of the plan that Disney had, where they were talking about taking those that were 65 and older and telling them not to come back and just stay home. Remember that? I heard that. Yes, (laughs) I do remember that. And I remember saying, whoa, what a nice way to ask for a lawsuit. Yeah, it's going to be so to that between the... Young leader, the old leader, the change. Take the change and everything out of it for a second. There's going to be some crazy lawsuits on the back end of this whole thing. You know that. They are, but then they got some leaders. You've got some leaders who just started to come into their own late in their career and some people who it just comes naturally. So just because you see an old timer out there doesn't mean he or she is not a good or a bad leader. They have to come into that leadership role on their own. So you have to know when they're learning and when they're applying those things and not just make a judgment call just because you see, you see how old they are. You got to know when to hold them and know when to fold them. You got to know when to walk away. Great. And you got to know when to run. Good job, JC. Yeah, thanks. So that, And then you better that, count your money when you're sitting at the table. Yes, <laughs> you should count your money. Because ultimately, at the when end of the day, the- there's going to be time enough for counting when the dealing's done. What the hell are you talking about? Prophetic words of wisdom. Is it now? Okay. Got it. You've heard that before, haven't you? I'm sure I have in some kind of, in some drunken karaoke bar. Hang on a second, though. I'm going to repeat it for you, though, real quick, because these are very strong words. Look deep into your soul for this deep, deep, brief introspective. Mm -hmm. You know what? I'm not going to do it again. You'll have to listen back at another time. There you go. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) It was too magical to recreate it. So, yeah. (laughs) Thank you for acknowledging hey, uh, that. We are at that time in the show, Rick, where I want to turn it over to you for some current events. If if you have them, if you're ready to go there, I don't know if you're Actually, uh, one thing at that one point thing. yet, though. Not, not, I don't know. It, it, look, current events are current events, but the current event right now that's happening right now is that America's opening back up. Some states are slower than, than others, but they're slowly but surely they are opening back up. And now what you and I talked about uh, about a month and a half ago when this pandemic first started with the CARE Act and the $600 that the federal government is kicking in, what we talked about that that could be an issue with people wanting or not wanting to come back to work is happening right now. Absolutely. Because a lot of organizations, yeah, a, a lot of organizations are calling people and saying, hey, come back to work. And they're saying no. The reason they're saying no is because they're making just as enough money on an unemployment as they were working. So now they're like, why should I go back to work? Now, from a personal perspective, I get it, right? I mean, you want to get more money for less work. That's the idea, right? So I'm not going to look down or talk down to people like that. But at the same time, this is your career. This is your job. 
Don't you want to come back to it? Don't you want to go back to normal? Now, I get it. Some people do have other responsibilities. I threw this out um, on, on social media, and the intern threw this out on, um, on uh, Instagram. And somebody responded, you know what? I, w- I would love to go back to work, but not everybody has childcare. And that's a good point. What are you going to do with childcare? How, how would an employer require people to report back to the office and still leave them in a hole with a child care issue? Well, over these months, they've been effective working from home the entire time. Have they been effective? Because I got to tell you, brother. In our magical world of everything that we've been talking about up to this point, we were saying that they were. So at this point, we'll take that turn and say that they weren't. No, no, no. Hold on. Hold on. I'm saying is it's it's. That has yet to be seen. I think I'm being effective, but I'm now working from home. And at the same time, I got to be a first grade teacher. Look, that shit is hard, JC. And now you got three of them. I got one. It is hard to keep the attention of a six-year-old to make sure he's doing his job while I do my job. And that's just one kid. That's exhausting. So last week I had a a video conference with, with this teacher. And after six weeks of me trying to teach him from home, I just looked at it and says, you know what? When all this is over, I'm buying your freaking beer because it's just my kid that I live with and I'm losing my mind. I can't even imagine you with 20 other different personalities. And not only that, their parents as well that are sometimes worse than the kids. Sometimes, not all the times. Um, but it, it's, it really is tough. So whether it's effective, or whether you're being effective, effective or not at work i don't know do you have to work 40 percent um uh uh, harder just to get the same output because your uh, environment is different around you i don't know but this is when organizations needs to step up and say let's revamp our compensation structure don't come into the office don't worry about the free sodas the free snacks the free breakfast don't worry about driving wasting gas don't worry about um uh, uh spending money on tolls just work from home and we get it your power bill may go up 30%. 30%. And now you have a, um, a, um, a childcare issue. We're going to pay for that too. A progressive organization who, who really knows their employees. And this part is key, JC. We talked about it a little bit. You have to know your employees. There is no freaking point in you as, a, as, as the leader of an organization to spend the money on childcare if 0.2% of your employees have kids. What's the point? It just doesn't make sense. So you, do, well, I guess fiscally it could have made sense because we're making this offer and it's not costing us any money, but it's not, it's not making sense for the right reasons. So as a, as a business leader, as a business owner, you have to take a step back. You have to know your employees, know what motivates them, what kind of issues they're having outside of the office and make sure you compensate them well for that. Because what's going to happen is even even if that total compensation is going to cost more than $10,000 a year extra in the total comp, it's going to cost you even more to replace that person, especially if that person was a rock star. Pay the freaking money. Make sure you retain your top talent and you keep them engaged. And for, and for those, your bottom talent that you try to, to uh, develop and they don't want to do anything with it, let them go. That's fine. That's good attrition. You don't want to keep that dead weight. Let them leave. But this is the time for organizations to take a step back and really, really review the compensation structure and how they approach that when associates starts going back to, quote unquote, work. What do you think is going to happen with some of the uh, 
impending conferences and, and things coming up this summer and fall. What are your thoughts on that? I'm excited because I think we're about to see um, the birth of the virtual conference, the virtual annual conference. That's what we're about to see. I don't think that we're going to see a a conference where there's like thousands and thousands of people together in one in one environment where you can easily do it, replicate it virtually, and you don't have to spend money on a trip. Because look, it's back in my day, I used to love to travel for work. Now I'm like, oh, I got to go through the airport. It hurts to take off my shoes. Sometimes I get the right belt and I got to take it off. My pants fall out. Now I'm arrested because I'm flashing people. No, I'm not going to do that, right? But I think the conferences, they're, they, they're going to change and you're going to see a huge shift in how they're conducted and they're going to be virtually. Professionally, mind you, I'm sure they're going to hire some Hollywood level producers uh, to make sure you got a good show. But uh, I think that's going to be the shift. What about localized chapters? Well, that's a little bit different, right? Because you can Is control it? that a little bit better. Yeah, because it's 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 different to to manage social social distancing protocols with thousands of people than fifty. Fifty people, you sit here, you sit here, you're good. When you're talking about five, six, seven thousand people, it gets a little bit harder, and it costs more money to get a team to make sure that they manage that process. All right. So, uh, disrupt HR, face to face networking, cutting edge. Funny you say that. We are actually, um, so right now we are planning the next Disrupt HR Orlando. We're planning the next Disrupt HR Daytona, and we are um, entertaining different ideas on how we can do this and stay safe at the same time. Nothing I can talk about right now, but it's going to be uberly exciting. I cannot wait until we're we're talking to people about how, how we're going to do this. It's going to be great. But yeah, it's going to change. I just said it right there. It's going to change all over the board. Everywhere, man. So either you haven't even it, fully seen it yet, or maybe it's not. It, it might depend on where in the country you live and reside and how some of it breaks down. I, I don't know. I don't know yet still. See, I, I don't. My perspective isn't even opened up yet. I'm still in the same spot I was since before St. Patrick's Day. Oof. Wrap your head oh. around that. Right? No, I can't. I can't it, it, because I know how you, how you guys started after that. Right? You started yeah, we, uh, after that, like a week or two after after where I was. We started April first, I think. Yeah, or April, a week before April, April first. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, but not but 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 we're done and we're coming back. But JC, let me ask you this: You're coming back. I might so be you, coming back if they hire enough people to trace things. I don't know yet. <laughs> I mean, look, it, it's so how many people do they need to trace 500? That's 500 people that they just hired, right? And they and and they got a job. Oh, so whatever. that's right. Who pays for it? Oh, well, I mean, oh it's a state job again. There it it's goes. money that was allocated already, right? If not, they lose it for next year. Yeah. <laughs> right? I mean, let's just Dude, everything's money. a loss in the state. You kidding Dude, me? Dude, you, 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 okay, here's what you need to do. You need to move from there. You need to go to Florida, bro. We opened up early. At, at what point Florida does man. Florida just shut down and say, no more New Yorkers? We're done with you. So, you know what? I was reading about that. How How is that being managed? I mean, I get it. If you fly in from New York, TSA can, I guess, say, hey, go ahead and and uh, and, 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 and uh, self-quarantine. But what if you're driving in? Wait, what? Is there a state trooper there at the entrance of every interstate in Florida, every road in Florida? So what's going to happen, right? Yeah, Come I'm on not- in. 
I'm not sure. Come on in. <laughs> so, but okay. So you turn let around me ask you now. This. You turn around. <laughs> turn around. Come back in two weeks, <laughs> and then it starts over again. Yeah. But could you imagine? So you've been working from home all this time, all right? Take away all the bands. Can you see yourself doing this for the next five years, working from home? Me personally? Yeah. Absolutely. I did it before. I'll do it again in a heartbeat. Huge fan of the virtual work yeah. environment. You know, I, okay. I was personally choosing to embrace a, a, a life where there wasn't so much of that, having more mm-hmm. separation. Having to hit the gas, though, and change my world as, as quickly as I did, you know, I was ready for it. There's still a couple things I have to change still uh, to be fully settled in. But, mm-hmm. yeah, if I never go back, I'm fine. Honestly. Okay. Honestly. Right. I'm I'm a fan of the choice, not necessarily Oh, oh no, 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 me too. I mean, as okay. long as, I mean, if you have an option. And you want to exercise the option that day? Go ahead, exercise the option. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah. you know, next thing you know, two to three years later, you're still doing a podcast with a guy from Florida. You know, so it's it's okay. It's or, okay. Or it could be a guy from Florida doing a podcast with another guy from Florida, formerly from New York. Very true. Oh, Very done. true. I mean, it'll cut down on the long distance um, cost of this. So um, I guess what I'm saying is if I had to work from home, and I had no other choice. I would hate it. I would hate it. Dude, I'm an extrovert. I got to talk to people. I got to be with people. I, I That's that's where I get my energy from. Sometimes I got to retreat back to my hermit's uh, um, tendencies. But for me to work from home 100% of the time, I cannot do that. So I like to have the choice. Sometimes I want to go into the office. Sometimes I don't. But as long as I know that depending on what happens later on in my life, that maybe I'm sick, my spouse is sick, my kid is sick, I'm able to work from home if I need to. Um, so that's if I ran a huge multi-state organization, that's that's the rule that I would have. You do have the option. But then that means I need to have a brick and mortar place. Right. And if I'm going to hire somebody out of state, then those positions are going to be 100 percent from home. So they have to be OK with that. So that, again, it begs the question, do, what do you do with your real estate holdings as an organization? Do you keep them? Do you lease them out to other people or do you just sell them? What do you do? Because the big thing right now is going to be renting by the day, renting by the week, renting by the month. The leasing's hard. That's hard. It's hard. What about it? It's hard. Who's going to buy into it? It depends on what shakes out over the next six months. Who's going to fight? Yeah. You really won't be settled for like maybe another year. You True. know, maybe no, people right. have a great idea to do many, many, many more virtual office spaces and, and meeting conglomeration places, et cetera, et cetera, and mm. have perks to stopping by and parking for the day and, and bagels and <laughs> schmutz and whatever, you know, it's oh, a, DoorDash. Pay yeah, for DoorDash. yeah, yeah. It's all there. <laughs> Come it? on down yeah. use our space. Yeah. Cool. The resources are there. And then the market's flooded with them. So either you're going to make your money up front, getting the people to lease it or buy it from you in the beginning, or you might be sitting on something for a long time. You know what? You have to jump sell on it, it while you sell, sell it while and, you sell. Well, jump Run, on it quickly. Do something. So, JC, perfect example was this weekend when we decided to go to to St. Augustine. Uh, we normally get a hotel off of the strip, but then I figured, well, there's hardly anybody anybody out. They're just opening up for business. I'm sure they're at capital prices just to get somebody in the door. And damn it, if they were. So, I got a hotel that's normally three fifty a night for one hundred and five dollars a night. Boom. So you got well, it for what it really there. should cost. <laughs> it should, right? Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> but Pretty you know much. what? So whatever people pay, people pay three hundred in peak season. They do it. So it, it, look, if the demand is there, <laughs> then go ahead charge whatever you want as long as the demand is there. But the the same so this, thing with, with this with whole thing proves the point: the mm-hmm. supply and demand factor. You know, gasoline mm-hmm. prices going so low, everything uh, else going so low. Bro. Yeah. yeah, and then you take a look at the cost of toilet paper, milk, and liquor. It's just going through the sky. It's so expensive right now. You know, more expensive you think than gold. It's hilarious. It's the one time, that, or or, or it, the second time in my entire life when I see gas below two bucks, we can't be on the roads. That yeah. sucks. Dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of funny. <laughs> now, right? what that's going to do, it's going to be cyclical. What that's going to do, people see that, and now they're going to buy those big SUVs, right? Because like, oh, oh okay, yeah. look, now I can go ahead and pay less than $2 a gallon until it goes up. Now they're going to sell those SUVs. I feel bad for SUV dealers. <laughs> I really do. Because... <laughs> Every five years they're making money. Every five years they're losing money. <laughs> it sucks, it really does. But uh, it's it's hard if you have a big family too, and you're just trying to move some people around. You know? Yeah. Yeah. No, it's true. It's true. I mean, it, it, it's it's like it's just okay. So I'll ask get you in this. the Mitsubishi you, Mirage. We have a place to go. Miata. Seven people. Um, <laughs> when you take your family out to just a regular dinner, what's your normal tab? I know it was, three, I, it was I, two months ago. Yeah, but. no, I don't have a family. <laughs> we don't eat food either. And I never you just said plug that. into the wall. I never said you that. No, you I'm just kidding. plug into the wall. I'm huh? kidding. <laughs> Elon Musk. It's, it's different, man. You know, I mean, you go out to eat, seat him for seven, it tallies up quick. Seven? Yeah. You got Am aunts and uncles and, and brothers, oh, sisters, God. cousins. <laughs> okay. And then you got your nephews. I mean, like, there's there's a lot of stuff. You get people together, these things happen, you know? Not what I asked, but okay, I got you. So when my wife, kid, and I go out, uh, is normally around 75, 75 bucks. Mainly is because she's having a drink. I'm having my drink. Little man's having his... Uh, um, I almost said Long Island iced tea. <laughs> it's Arnold Palmer and chicken tenders and fries. But it's about 70, 75 bucks. Um, uh, but if I cut the drink side, it's like 40. But I guess for people with larger families, five, six, or seven, man, just going out to Chili's, it's got to be just 150 at least. 150 bucks at least. All those families that uh, have been cooked up at home, they're just dropping that kind of cash. Everybody's happy now. Everybody's happy to drop that cash if they got the cash, right? Because everybody I saw everywhere this past weekend were happy in tipping. They were just happy to be out and about, just being out of the house. All the waiters and waitresses were were bragging about what kind of tips they, they're getting. So everybody's starting to get happy with this economy. So I guess my question is, is that if this thing doesn't get any better and we have a relapse, and in three months, we go ahead and just get another pandemic and we will not have to go back into our into our holes again. And the government now has to get another three trillion dollars. We got to get ready for that. And what are we going to do with that? That's why the people in Colorado. I am happy for them that they're able to exercise their right to protest and they won. But they got to be careful. Some common sense needs to be exercised. And it's just common sense is one of those things that it's hard to measure from person to person. So if it was up to you, JC, when would you open up the state of New York? 
Would you ever close it? Oh, would you have if he was in charge? Depends. In this fantasy world, are we saying that New York is just New York City and it's been separated from upstate and uh, Long Island, too? So they're three states. All I know is that if you was in charge, I'm sure that's a platform you'll run on. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> hey. I don't know. They got it. It's different per municipality, of course, man. You know? Yeah. You, no, can't, no, know, but- you can't compare the life of the millions of people that are in upstate New York to the millions of people that are in New- just in New York City alone, where they're literally living that. on top of Don't each say other. I said that. I never know? compare that. It's so Those totally words different. never came out of my mouth. Yeah, so very totally different, different, dude. Don't and it's kind of crazy, things. too, you know, just how many mm-hmm. people there are down there. And then how much tragedy that they're seeing or have seen on a daily basis as well, you know. It's uh, it's a different world up here, that's all. Jesus, you know? dude, would you open it or would you not open it? It's just a simple question, bro. Well, I think you if someone's going to I think if someone's gonna do some construction. Yeah, everybody. no, absolutely. Because up here, if you want to work on your house, if you want to have someone come and Maybe pour some concrete or maybe do some construction or do some landscaping. They're not allowed to. It's illegal. They're going to come and give them the $10,000 fine on their business if they show up at your place just to do some landscaping and yard work. And they're not going to come in touch with anyone. And that's crap. That maybe should not have been happening. So what do you define as opening up when you think about it in the perspective of like, okay, I'm going to Chili's and spending $150. That's something easy. When you're talking about like a hairdresser that's on their last leg, like trying to just get by and you can't even get like unemployment insurance or like unemployment benefits from the state and you've been trying for two and a half months and you've yet to receive a check, yet to receive a check, what do you do? What are you supposed to do? And and maybe and maybe what your day job was, was a laborer, a construction worker. Maybe you're not within six feet of people. Maybe you're framing your houses or doing something with the dirt, or doing something with the concrete, or you're doing hard work and and building things with your hands. Maybe you're a farmer, and maybe you're now tied up in an illegal thing that you're not allowed to go and do just because it was deemed and dubbed by the state as something as as needing to fit in the box of checking that box. And it's also kind of crazy at the same time, too. Blueberries. well, Well, right, right. And then when you start to think about, like, the amount of people that have have unfortunately passed away from this thing. And then they mm-hmm. go ahead and it doesn't matter if that whether or not that they were in a nursing home and that they're already heading down the path of like needing assistance for end of life care. And if they came down with this disease right in those final stages, they're being marked as a death related to COVID and not that the fact that they were oh. actually within a day or two of their actual passing and, the and, and in a comfort zone because and we're going to boost money. those numbers to get the money in here and we're going to do different uh, things with the money. There's an agenda to everything. And you want to follow the money, you're going to follow the path and you're going to follow the yeah. thing. But at the end of the day, on the other side of this whole thing, there's real people suffering in real ways. And, yeah. and we really do need to begin to serve the underserved. And who are the underserved in this state? Who are the underserved that are being forgotten about maybe a little bit? Is it the regular worker? Is it the regular person that may choose on their own, of their own free will, to take it upon themselves to take their life in their own hands Mm -hmm. and go lay some topsoil today? 
Maybe they're going to take their life in their own hands and go cut the grass today. Should they have the choice? Now, different rules, different states, different counties, different things, right? It's it's all so crazy. That's should tough, should though. the floodgates be fully opened up? Everything back to normal. Everyone go back to everywhere they were. Well, that sounds nuts. That sounds a little off the rocker, right? But at the same time, should everyone stay in their homes and wear masks while they're in their house? Should you have to build a plexiglass container to stay separate from the person across the dining room table from you? Seriously. Should you have to do that? If you go to the bathroom for number two, you better wear a mask. Can you imagine the police department coming in just verifying that? (laughs) You're not wearing a mask while you're sleeping. And then what's the difference between a law and a regulation? What's the difference between a legality and a recommendation? What's the difference between saying you're doing it out of respect or you're doing it because we say it has to be done or you will be penalized financially by the state that you live in? So are you surprised, though, because you, you live in a state and I don't know if it's a state thing. I know, at least in New York City, that the outlaw extra large sodas. Good. Right? They actually got together and say, let's pass this law <laughs> to outlaw these sodas. So um, they are knee deep into your personal privacy. Right? So I get that. But it, it's to, to your question where you said, you know, do you open it back up or do you don't? Do people have common sense? Do you let them on their own? You know what? I don't know that neither because I I want to be in charge of my own safety. But there's some people who differ in their point of view on what it is to be safe. And if 75% of the people decide not to be safe, then there's only 25% left that's actually running the country, that's running the city, that's running the state. And now you're going to have an issue. Now you have an apocalyptic issue there. <laughs> so I get it either way. I do. I guess it's I'm asking you what you think about your state, because um, uh, uh, obviously I think some things should be open back up. Some things should have been opened up a lot sooner and maybe have a a bit less regulation than what's currently in place. I got you. No, no light at the end of the tunnel for your state, huh? We might open up if they can hire people to trace things. And then I, I still think that's with paper and pencil or something. I don't know. Uh, how much are they paying these folks? Is it more than 21 <laughs> bucks an hour? <laughs> yeah. Because I if it's less, the other thing finding too, them. <laughs> right? I mean, are you going to get them off unemployment right now? Man. Like, I, I don't know. I don't even yeah. know if that's possible. Or maybe well, it's a volunteer well, thing. thing. Or maybe voluntold. I don't know how that works. I shouldn't even volunteer, bro. You really think people are going to volunteer? I'll do that. <laughs> <laughs> that is not happening, dude. You know that's not happening. Um, but yeah, it, it, it's look, I'm just hoping that uh, each state just, you know, does what's best for their citizens and go ahead and open up the best way they possibly can. But I got to tell you, man, I'm not rubbing it in. It felt good this weekend. It really felt good. I was a little bit uneasy for the first hour of it because I'm like, OK, this is it. Right. I don't know if I'm going to cash it or not cash it. And then that quickly went away. Well, you got to um, wait two weeks now, right? Do you stay well, yeah, in your I mean, home so for two weeks now? No, actually, uh, Memorial Day weekend is coming up, and I'm going over to uh, Indian Shores on the uh, west side of the state. And the week after that, we're taking a road trip over to uh, Tennessee. So, uh, yeah, no, we're not slowing down. Can, can people from Tennessee, I'm sorry, can people from Florida 
go to Tennessee and be allowed to go back home? I have no idea. Because as it is in right now in Florida, if I went to Florida right now, I would have to be quarantined in Florida for 14 days. Who's going to force you to do that? Your state. I don't know. The omnipotent being that's in charge of your state. I don't Just know what. A big drops orange down is from come on in high, and I guess. you and put I you guess. in a room somewhere? No. I, I don't know. Maybe. It's, it's, look, I, I have right now, as we speak, I, ha, I have an employee who's just getting back from vacation and she's driving uh, through Georgia. And in a couple of hours, she's going to pass the estate line into Florida. I highly doubt there's going to be a state trooper there pulling people over, checking their uh, their 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 temperatures. I, I, I highly doubt that. So who's going to monitor that? I mean, I get it. If you fly in. You have to get off and talk to TSA. But if you're driving in, I, I, I just don't know who's going to. So I don't think that's happening, to be honest. I think that's a recommendation. I think that's the yellow um, on a road. That's the yellow speed limit. It's recommended that you go this <laughs> this fast. Not the white one. That's the official one. You look confused. Did you fail your driving test? Negative. We are at that time in the show still, though. <laughs> Where we have gone 27 minutes over, which is quite fine. Yeah, I'm hungry. So you have no current events you'd like to talk about other than what we already did? It's the only current event that I had was that one. It was just the article that came out about the end of the office that I really wanted the show to be about because it's, it's timely and a lot of businesses need to make decisions on what the future of their employees, of their work is going to look like. Final thoughts. Over to you. (laughs) So, look, um, if you're a business owner, get out of the get out of New York State. New York State. Get out of New York State. Get get the idea out of your head that um, people who work from home are not are not to be trusted. Trust your employees. Trust your employees. If, if, If look. If you hire them to handle your dream, you hire them to handle your vision and make that vision a reality, you have to be able to trust them to do what's right when nobody is looking. It's called integrity. You got. I have to assume that when you hire somebody that you know what integrity is, you value integrity, and you see integrity in your employees. Are people going to violate that? Absolutely. But don't make a rule or, 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 or a regulation affecting your entire employee base just for the actions of five percent don't do that handle the five percent if you got managers who don't want to handle those five percent get new managers because you got managers with no backbone who are not having the right conversations to make sure your employees know what needs and should not be happening at the office that's called communication and that's called being a leader so keep an eye out of what your organization needs to do going forward and you gotta you gotta hop on this train you have to do it and that is the music. I guess I'm talking too much. I guess JC doesn't have any final thoughts. He's hungry. Uh, my final thoughts going around the room. <laughs> I want to thank myself for being here today. And uh, Ricky, what are some of the best ways people can find us, please? Oh, man. People can find us all over. But specifically, they can find us on Twitter. We are at, at Podcast HR, Facebook and Instagram, HR Talk Podcast. Email HR Talk at Biasco. Text call us. 407-501-8425 and if you love the show if you hate the show let us know on social media let us know whatever you get your podcast leave us a like let us know or call us 
this phone number, 475018425. Leave us a voicemail. We will gladly play it. Or if you don't want to use your name, just want to use your stories, we'll go ahead and and and, uh, and uh, regurgitate those stories and leave your stuff out. We're good. On behalf of Ricky. Me. I'm JC. That's you. Drive safe. Have a good night. But nobody's driving. Everybody's at home. You just said everyone's already out. You said Florida's open. <laughs> but it's like 8 p.m. But isn't everyone like in St. Augustine or whatever? No, they're all back at work. <laughs> I thought yeah, you just said they're getting unemployment. <laughs> that, that doesn't exist here in Florida. Don't touch I never said that. Don't you put words in my mouth. Is this done yet? I'm hungry. Can I get my taco? Please. I'm just going to walk away. Yep, I'm getting a taco. Maybe two. Who am I kidding? Four. (laughs) 